0: What's up, tribe? Welcome to another episode of the Entourage Effect, the world's most thriving podcast in cannabis. As usual, we're your hosts. I'm Green Wizard, and I'm Tony Turpin. And today we're smoking on some Sin Valley OG by Bam Body and Mind. Thanks, Bam. Thanks, guys.
1: Damn, of a good, damn good job. Anyways, today's topic is butt tending. In medical, is it a medical profession or is it a retail profession? Very interesting topic indeed. This is almost, I don't want to say this is going to be a debate because it's not, because we are going to argue both sides because it this is something that I think should be talked about.
0: Absolutely, something I'm really into. yeah. so let's kind of delve into it. So mm-hmm. we have spent this week asking a few people in the industry as well as mulling over it ourselves. And so we're going to start with going over... All of the reasons uh, that we've thought of as to why it is a retail industry. And then all through the reasons we think it is a medical industry. And uh, yeah. And if you guys have anything to add, feel free to DM us. We want to keep all of these conversations open and going. They don't end when the podcast ends. Or so we hope. In
1: fact, it just starts. It's just the beginning. Absolutely. Okay. So
0: let's get the ball rolling. Retail.
1: So the butt tending profession does have a lot in common with the retail profession so um it's a job that that values high sales numbers just like retail stores and that's something that you know, doctors in the medical field don't have to mm-hmm. worry about.
0: Sometimes bud tenders make commission off of all of their sales, which gives automatically a very retail vibe, especially when dispensaries are often promoting a very competitive nature amongst their bud tenders for sales. Which,
1: it's kind of, arg- I think it's arguable that, the. I mean, don't, if you're in the medical field and you prescribe someone a pill, mm-hmm. don't you, do you make money from... The company that you know I don't know
0: I don't think you'd get commission off of that, but on top of that vendors also push competitions amongst bed tenders oh, so yeah. in all it's like really set up for a retail environment not medical on top of that most bed tenders don't have any medical licenses certifications for anything in the medical field now of course, there are some people who transfer from the medical field to the cannabis industry, and you know of course that's different but for the most part, you don't really see medical certificates.
1: In fact, I've noticed in the industry that it seems that people who are knowledgeable about the medical effects of cannabis are usually overlooked over people who have customer service skills. Customer Absolutely. service skills it's tend to be more, more valued in this industry than the knowledge about terpenes or cannabinoids, which the thing is, I think on the reverse side of the coin, the more you know about cannabinoids and terpenes, I think the more value you can add to people's medicine, therefore the more they will spend on medicine. Um, So I do think that you do need to be a good, you do have to be good at the medical side of cannabis to be good at the retail side of cannabis. But let's keep talking about retail before we before we go on the other side of the coin.
0: We also sell a lot of products that can be very hard to be viewed as medical, even if they do have some medicinal properties. Like, mm-hmm. for example, gummy bears or like gummy candies, brownies, sodas, root beer floats, you know, things like that.
1: Check out our episode, um, Chocolate yeah. Balls Are Not Medicine.
0: Yeah, so it's sometimes hard to argue that that is medicine along with other things. Add on top of that the stigma that still does exist. And um, it can be hard to convince someone that it is a medical industry, even if we sell things that do have medicinal value.
1: Now, so the floor... So the butt tender profession is... Definitely has a lot of similarities to the retail profession. Is there any other similarities we might be leaving out? I know I th- kind oh, of thought of one. I'm sure there's many while more, we were, but... I mean, like, vendors... Well, here's one thing that I find very interesting. So, I think we're going to talk more about the... What? Oh, oh, go ahead.
0: Well, bud tenders might try to upsell you on some more product and things like that. A pharmacist probably will never upsell you on some pills. I
1: don't <laughs> even know if they can. They well, they can't because it's <laughs>
0: prescription. So
1: yeah, so that's kind of the the weird side of the the medical aspect. However, the my I think is it now time to go on the other side of the coin. Let's I'll, do it. Okay, because, let's
0: talk about why we can argue it is a medical profession, though.
1: Okay, so. You can return a TV, but you cannot return Zoloft. And that's the same with cannabis. And um,
0: So that automatically puts a very heavy weight on the cannabis industry that I really would like to touch on right now. Because this means that pharmacists, yes, they're paid a ridiculously high amount of money for really just taking the prescription. I mean, props to them for reading that doctor's script. Um, Yeah. Because that's like a foreign foreign uh lettering (laughs) but um the reason is they have to they can't be making any mistakes they can't afford to accidentally count out the wrong amount of pills even if they're off by one that's super detrimental and it's kind of the same thing with the cannabis industry you can't really return cannabis which means that the companies need to make sure that every single bottle is filled with the exact amount of cannabis that is needed uh tony and i came across a rather concerning problem Earlier, maybe about a month ago, yeah, where two uh, two cannabis jars straight that we purchased <clears throat> an eighth each were completely empty. And now, lucky for us, we purchased it from the dispensary where we work. So it was, you know, it was an easy fix. They trusted us. They, the, it was, you know, we could prove that we we didn't jip them. But Never. the reality is that if we were random customers at the dispensary they would probably think we're trying to pull one over them or something like that. They have no real way of telling if you're honest or not. Even if they want to give you the benefit of the doubt, they can't, and often returns can't be made. So that's super important for everyone on the industry side of things to get things right so that there are no issues on the customer side of things.
1: Yeah, it's not Jomajee's where if you don't like it, you can't just give it back and then they make it Make you another like one
0: it. for you, yeah, exactly.
1: Um, The... And that also people are consuming the products that you're selling as a butt tender and that's another discerning thing about being a butt tender.
0: You're telling people what to put in their bodies.
1: Yeah, it's not like being a Zoomies employee selling a t-shirt where someone could uh you know, they're not they're not eating their shirt. They're just wearing it and that's not going to cause physical harm,
0: but if mm-hmm. somebody
1: consumes their product incorrectly, they could be in really dangerous trouble so even
0: though yeah even though it should be common knowledge that your bud tender is not a medical professional and nothing that they are saying should be taken as medical advice people still expect medical advice from their bud tenders even without the qualifications they come in to treat illnesses expecting you as the bud tender to be the expert and know how to treat them so that automatically places a massive burden on you because what if you give them a strain that actually triggers the uh, the inverse effects, you know the negative effects that they're looking for it's It's actually a much bigger deal than people take on, so the more you take responsibility of it as well seeing it as a medical field, I think, sorry. That thought was jumbled. But yeah, I think the more that you see it as a medical job, the more you can take it seriously, the more you can do it justice, and I think that is incredibly important. I mean, we have the potential of destigmatizing even more. I mean, if less people are having bad trips, if more people are curing illnesses, I mean, we can help with that, guys.
1: Now, as a cannabis consultant, I've noticed that there's a lot of similarities between the medical industry and the cannabis industry, only because my my mom, she's a medical assistant, and she um, she tells me about well the way her vendor relationships work, almost remind me a lot of the way that the cannabis vendor relationship works, where um, these ven- vendors will uh, make make you feel good by buying you lunch and mm. getting you some good food and then make... But in return, you sit down and listen to their spiel about right. their product. And the thing is, is that... Well, another thing about this whole medical aspect is that the more research and information we have as a buttender, mm-hmm. the more value that the product has that we are selling and it's that's not like true. that in the uh, retail at least pharmaceutical industry and more importantly in the retail industry that too in the a retail shirt industry is Zoomies
0: isn't worth more if you know where on. the cotton comes from or things like that or... and
1: also the more information yeah exactly so that a a t-shirt is a t-shirt and the t-shirts rarely go up in value and yeah. they either go down in value the longer they're out they never really go up in value unless it's something something
0: really special but
1: but that that stuff usually doesn't even stay in the store anyways you know if something stays in the store for far too long it d- eventually gets it discounted was, yeah. it's not like that in cannabis in cannabis if something's on the shelf for too long it gets discarded because it's dangerous to consume that product right. because it's expired um and i think that the okay so i had one bartender I asked one bartender if they thought cannabis was a medical profession or a retail profession. And his instant response is, I am not a medical profession. And he even repeated himself. He even said, let me repeat myself, I am not a medical professional. He acknowledged the fact that the job is a very retail-centric job. Then he said, however, the only thing making this not a retail job is a certification. And he might be onto something. I think that right now we we could call tending a retail job, but I do believe that that is underselling it right now. Um, only because I think that the more medical you are as a budtender, the more you know how to master cannabis as medicine the better you are as a retail salesman
0: this is super true
1: whether that's my secret at least
0: at the end of the day my final thoughts on it is that the industry is currently set up as a retail industry but i think that we still need to consider and keep in mind that there are these medical influences in it and to really do those justice as well
1: i think it's a matter of time It's one, agreed. it's going to take one law or one certification that says, or one law that says we need certifications that will make it a medical profession. I'm
0: all for that though. Let's get certified, please.
1: Yeah, I'm down for that. Maybe the entourage effect could certify people.
0: Oh, that'd be fun.
1: That'd be fun because we believe in cannabis education and we believe that, that cannabis education should be readily available.
0: Uh, Agreed. Thank you so much, guys, for listening in on this episode. We definitely enjoyed ourselves and hope you did, too.
1: Are you guys finding the Entourage Effect to be helpful? Do you use this in your career, or do you use the Entourage Effect as a way to to use cannabis for yourself in a better way? We want to know how you use our podcast to, you know, make your life a better life, because... We're curious and we want to know.
0: So let us know on Instagram, Tony yeah. underscore terpene or green wizard life. Mm-hmm. We'll see you guys next time. And until then, stay elevated.
1: Bye, tribe.